I'm Julie. Welcome to Mom Made Plans Podcast. In today's chat, I am joined by a special guest, Lindsay, who is going to give us all the details on how to gain more confidence. And who doesn't need more of that? (laughs) Most of us moms struggle with this. And we're going to hear a story of how confidence was actually the root problem of anxiety and depression and diving into that and practical ways to make some daily habits and methods of how to really get more confidence. Like what does that look like in specific actions? And we're going to give that to you today. So get ready to get a little boost in your confidence and before we get started as always i like to remind you that here on this podcast we're all about making mom life easier we talk about simple ways to make your days more productive it's an empowering journey of self-awareness and intentional living but always staying humble by remembering god is in control so let's go ahead and dive into how we get more confident All right, welcome everyone to our conversation today. This is such an important topic that I'm very excited to bring on our guest Lindsay today to talk to us about getting more confidence. You can pretty much talk to any mom and if you're real, like confidence is a struggle and a source of a lot of our issues and comparison and mom guilt and all the things like a lot of this stems from issues with our confidence. So I really wanted to dive into this today and talk about it. And before we get into the nitty gritty of everything, let me give Lindsay a chance to introduce herself and tell us a little bit about you. So go ahead. Hey, thanks for having me on first and foremost. Um, Hey, it's Lindsay. I am a confidence and clarity coach. I encourage women to live unapologetically and show up as their most authentic self online. So a little bit of what I do is helping female entrepreneurs with their uh, content creation and social media strategy plan. Um, Just feeling really confident in what they have to offer, showing up in the world. But being a mom myself and being a mom and a Christian, I feel like we lack a lot of confidence in ourselves sometimes. And so it's a huge passion of mine to be that ultimate hype woman for for females, for moms everywhere of just being like, I know you can do it. I know you have so much potential. And and so I felt like this pull to become this confidence and clarity coach to really just encourage women to live their full authentic life. Yes, I love that. You guys get ready to be hyped up. (laughs) I'm all about that too. I'm like, no, come on. You're amazing. I know you are. Let's do it. So yes. All right. Before we hype up, let's um, first kind of address where we're at, (laughs) like the the non-confident end of things. So we'll start there. And I would love for you to share like your story, just of first stages of mom life. And really, it really becomes apparent that we do lack confidence. So if you just want to share, yeah, before you were able to turn the tide, what it looked like. Um, So I have anxiety and depression and ADHD now that I am older and have learned more about that. But I've had anxiety and depression my whole life. 
And a, about a year ago, it was the beginning of 2022, I found myself falling into a very depressed state. And um, I was letting my anxiety control what I was doing in my life, which was making me depressed. And I found myself essentially at rock bottom for the first time in like eight years. So I had postpartum depression with my first child um, back in 2013, 2014, and was able to overcome that, live through that. I had another child in 2020, right in the middle of a pandemic. Mm. And you would think that through pandemic and postpartum mom life that I would have had uh, the depression then too. But I had somehow skipped depression and went straight to postpartum rage. And so I didn't have that depression in 2020 either. And um, out of nowhere, I started letting my anxiety control me essentially and how I felt. And I started falling into that depressive state. And so I finally hit this moment where I remember crying in my bed and like, if sometimes if you've ever had anxiety or depression, sometimes you feel so sad that you can't cry. You're almost numb to everything. And it's almost therapeutic to just finally cry and let it out. And so I remember working myself up to crying and then it all just started falling. Like it was the floodgates had opened and I was bawling and I was praying and I was crying to God and I was just like, help me out, fix what's going on. I don't know what's going on in my life. And I, I remember just being like so sad and like not happy with where I was in my life. And so it required a radical change for me. And so I started stepping into my own personal coaching. I hired some life coaches and business coaches and I started to turn myself around, really leaned heavily into my faith at that moment of my life. And I started pulling myself out of it. But as I was pulling myself out of it, that's when I realized that it wasn't necessarily my anxiety and my depression that were the root cause. It was my lack of confidence in myself that was causing the anxiety that was causing the depression. And so it was like this like trickle down effect um, that put me in that state. Mm, yeah, that's powerful to just have that awareness to be able to just kind of pause and be like, what is going on? What is causing all of the anxiety and all the things to figure out that that piece of the puzzle? Yeah, like what did that look like in that like epiphany of like, okay, this is <laughs> this is what's really the problem. Yeah. I mean, obviously there, there's all the layers of issues, but like trying to dig into that root, like how did you navigate? So it, um, I want to first and foremost say it was not an overnight fix. I think that uh, that's one thing that I want people to know is like it takes time and you may not know what's going on immediately. Um, like I said, I leaned very heavily into my faith and I just opened myself sure. up and like asked for answers basically. And yeah. not just once, but like repetitively until I started figuring things out. And one thing that uh, <laughs> I say I love to hate and I hate to love, 
um, is journaling because I like every time I think of journaling, I'm, I cringe to this day. I cringe, but I love it because it is such a powerful way to get the thoughts, feelings, and emotions that are in your brain out onto paper. And so one thing that I did at that time was um, I started journaling. Um, and so I would like pray and journal and pray and journal. And um, I released all the expectations that I had for myself, like any goals that I was working on, any um, any kind of like affirmations or anything like that that I was working on at the time. I released all those expectations and just allowed myself to feel and be present with what I was feeling, um, the emotions that were coming up. I literally just... I brain dumped everything. And that's the other thing is like people think when you journal, you have to have it. It's like this long drawn out thing that takes an hour and has prompts. And no, it was like five minutes a night. I just did a brain dump. I set a timer even because that's uh, with my ADHD brain. I was like, I'm going to set a timer. (laughs) I'm going to journal for five minutes and just get it all out of my brain and go to bed. And I don't even like I don't read it. I don't look at it that same night. I go to bed and I wait till the next day. And so through this series of praying, journaling, doing the brain dumps, and then reading it the next day, that's when I started to recognize patterns, patterns in my life that I was like, oh, I didn't, I didn't realize that that was going on. So it was like being attached to my goals and certain stressors that were coming up with my kids and my husband and things like that. So once I started to recognize the patterns, that's when we can change because we don't have to change ourselves, right? It's just, it's the patterns that got us to where we are that we need to address and change. And so it's being able to give yourself grace and space to recognize what are those patterns that need to change And then you can dive into how to change them. So, yeah, I love the journaling aspect that you brought up because I also kind of have an aversion (laughs) to that journaling thing is like, it feels like a big deal, like some big task that you have. (laughs) Like it's going to suck all your time. (laughs) Yes. And so just thinking of it as a brain dump, like a brain dump notebook, like maybe Mm -hmm. that's what (laughs) we need to call it. For those of you who have the same feelings. So I love that you first, and it's kind of similar to that brain dump that you, when you're having all these different emotions, like say you're out there struggling with anxiety or depression or mom guilt and just all the emotions, that idea of just stopping and like cleaning the slate, like taking away the expectations, like you said, and all the things and just that clean paper just start dumping out all the feelings just so you can see what's happening. And that's really empowering to gather that information and know what to do with it instead of just feeling like everything's swirling around in your head and not knowing how to make it better. Oh, yeah. And I love that you brought up mom guilt because that is such a a huge emotion for all of us Mm -hmm. because anytime like our kids are sick or we can't be there for our kids, whatever it is, we always feel guilty. And then we take that anxiety on ourselves. And if you don't 
address the root cause of that when it's happening, it will be like a blister. It'll start to fester and grow bigger and bigger. And so I think that that's what happens to a lot of moms in our modern day is we, I mean, there's so much in the world that's going on, right? Mm -hmm. Um, And then there's so many people with opinions on how Mm -hmm. we should parent our children. And so we start letting these outside voices dictate how we mom and how we show up for our families. And and then we feel guilty about it, right? Yeah. And there's no shortage of opinions and ideas. And there may be some really great ones, but it's like if it becomes – it can be helpful – as a tool but at the point that you're starting to then think of yourself badly and it's just piling on and I think that's where like you mentioned it's like blistering it it's just adding like this checklist of things of where you're failing as a mom it's like oh there's a reminder I'm not parenting well there's a reminder I'm not packing the right type of lunch there's a reminder I'm not doing well in my business like yeah I'm not using the right kind of soap (laughs) yes yes oh goodness uh that's a whole nother tangent of learning and unlearning. Um, but yeah, it's all these things that we don't even realize we're just adding on and it's just wearing down our confidence because we're constantly seeing and telling ourselves that we're not doing a good job or not good enough. Like even if we think we're like, okay, there's still like so many ways we can do better and we're just, yeah, it's not a healthy state to be in like stop turn off the thing stop (laughs) looking at it stop consuming yeah all the ideas yeah so um what are some common things like we've gone over a little bit but like as you're helping moms and talking with them like what are some of those common struggles that you feel like come up the most maybe that are really attacking our confidence yeah so like i said i coach primarily female entrepreneurs. And it didn't start out that way. It started out just women in general. But I noticed that there was a huge chunk, like 80, 90% of my clients were female entrepreneurs. And I, I recognized that the, what manifests in our businesses when we're trying to run a business are typically what manifests is coming from our lives, right? So everyone's striving for that work-life balance, and I have decided that I don't think it exists. Like, there's Mm -hmm. no such thing as work-life balance. There is such a thing as work-life synergy, as in they're working together, right? So there's, it's not a, I'm spending so much time with my family and so much time with my business. It's, It's having that synergy of my family and my business, my life and my business go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. And when things are going well in my life, things are going to go well in my business. And when I'm stressed out in my life, my business is going to notice it. And so this is not just for female entrepreneurs, but for women across the board, even working moms. You know, we get into that mom guilt is a big one. Mm -hmm. And it's if you're working a nine to five, it's, I should be home with my kids. And if you're a stay at home mom, it's, I should be working and providing. And if you're doing all the things and you're staying home and trying to run a business, it's like, I don't have enough time for myself or I don't have enough time for my spouse. And so there's a lot of that 
weighing down on us and feeling guilty for being one place when we should be in another place. And the first thing to go is self-care. We always take ourselves out of the equation and make sure that we're, because we're spending time in other places, we're like, well, I have to, I, I have to overspend time with my family or my kids, or I have to overspend time with my husband, or I have to make sure my coworkers are taken care of and I'm making sure that everything is all right there. And what we don't realize is that we're not taking care of ourselves. And if you've ever heard the analogy, uh, you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm-hmm. So you can't give to others. You can't give to your family, your work, or whoever it may be, even if it's like your church or your friends. Usually these are the first things to get cut out of our lives so that we can focus on the others. But what I've learned over many years of trial and error since my first was born is that self-care is huge. Like you have to take care of yourself or you're never going to be able to take care of others. Like I said, you can't pour from an empty cup. You have to fill your cup first so that you can then uh, pour into others. Yeah. A lot of good takeaways. And it's like we hear a lot of those like cliche terms almost at this point. And it's easy to be like, yeah, yeah, I know. Can't do that. But to actually be like, okay, but how are you filling your cup? <laughs> like, how are you doing this? And to go beyond. And so that would be my challenge, like as you guys are listening, to take action on this, not to just passively be like, yep, yeah, I know. That's that's one thing I need to do. <laughs> but to actually figure out so that you can show up more confidently and do things when you're just going backtracking a second to um, how we talked about the clean slate and you mentioning going to your faith. And like, that's where God is the ultimate source of direction and guidance and to come to him first and lay it down and be like, okay, (laughs) white flag. I am surrendering this. I am struggling. I don't even know what this balance. So if it's not balance and synergy, like how do I fill my cup and do all the things and just to get quiet for a minute and just be before him and ask him to help you like weed through all the ideas and figure out your timing and just to start making little adjustments and ask him to make it clear. Um, Yeah, absolutely. And I love that. And I love that you brought that up because ultimately that is one of the best forms of self-care is sitting in silence with God and just letting him pour into you because hitting that reset button, we all Mm. need to hit it sometimes. Yeah. And our self-care is going to look different. Like what I do for self-care is not going to be the same thing that you do for self-care. Yeah. But in order to hear the Lord's voice and to hear what he's telling us to do, we have to stop for a minute. We have to slow down. We have to take time to intentionally spend time with him and in his word. And and I think that that's something in a busy, you know, it's the first thing to, to go. <laughs> pedal to the metal world, right? Yeah. We're so busy that we don't take time to slow down and listen and to breathe. <laughs> yeah. And that's been one of my big things too, because it's like, you can be like, no, I'm really strong in my faith. I'm praying and all that. But it's like, are your prayers becoming very quick? Like, I'm definitely like 
pray throughout the day kind of thing, just like an attitude of prayer. Yeah. But you also do need time to really have the two-way conversation with God and have enough time to sit and be still and receive from him and not just like the passing prayers as you're rushing around and doing all the things. So, yeah. Absolutely. And it's so hard to sit still. I mean, look at our kids. (laughs) If you think it's hard for our kids, like they learn it from somebody, right? They, Mm -hmm. They learn it from us. And so being able to, like, I love the way that you put it. It's a two-way conversation. We're not telling God what we want. We're asking him. And if we're asking him, we need to give space for him to answer. Yeah, it seems like an obvious thing. But when you stop and think about it, like, are you really pausing and listening for the response or just kind of like quickly saying it and hoping you somehow get an answer without ever really listening? Right. Right kids asking you a question and then they run off and do the next thing without um, even waiting for you to answer them. Like, yeah. that's rude. <laughs> and knowing you're like, well, I guess you didn't really want the answer <laughs> if you're rushing <laughs> yes. off. Um, exactly. <laughs> so, yeah, just I love this process of really just being aware just to kind of recap like where we've been through this journey of just becoming aware of where we're at, what we're feeling And then doing that as a brain dump or whatever activity works to like release that, put it before God and figure out those priorities of self-care and what's most important and how we're spending our time. Are there any other like practical ways that we can be intentional about being like, okay, I realize where I'm at with just being overwhelmed and not confident and struggling. I can start doing these things. Like what are some other things we can do to intentionally pursue confidence as women, as moms? Like, Yeah, absolutely. So like you said, first you want to assess where you're at, right? Have spend time in reflection to figure out what is the root cause and then ask for help. And it can be asking God for help, but it can also be asking those around you for help as well. Like mm-hmm. your family, your friends. Um, people that you spend the most time with, right? But then going back to something you said earlier is you have to put it into action. Like you can't just reflect, figure out the problem and say, oh yeah, cool, there's the problem. You got to take action on it. And so there's a couple different super simple ways that I like to take action. And one thing is journaling, right? Journaling, doing the brain dump is great for reflection, but also great for planning. Because as you start to recognize what your patterns are, you can ask yourself, what are some different ideas that we can have to, um, to attack this and to put into action? And so journaling out all of your ideas, but another simple one that I did for myself, and I, I think that a lot of Christian women don't do enough of because it feels it feels weird when you when you talk about like talking to God and things like that is daily affirmations like really hyping yourself up and these work I promise I know it sounds so weird when you think about standing in front of a mirror looking yourself in the eyes and saying I am worthy I am confident I am beautiful but the way that I spun it in my mind is 
these are things that God already wants me to know. He put Mm -hmm. it all over the Bible of like, you are wonderfully, perfectly made. Like he does Mm -hmm. not make mistakes. He knit you together exactly how he wants you to be. You just have to believe it. He already knows it and he wants you to believe it as well. And so I had to start to, I say, trick my brain into believing these things. And so I started writing out simple affirmations and saying them to myself every single morning in the mirror out loud, because there's a couple different factors to this. When you hear your voice out loud speaking back to you, it registers in your subconscious brain differently. So it's not enough to just think it because if you're thinking it, you think thoughts all day long. Somebody said it was like a million thoughts a day or something like that. Sure. But saying it out loud, your subconscious brain hears that. And when it hears it repetitively every single day with consistency, your subconscious brain will start to believe it. And so positive affirmations and journaling were the two number one things that I did to pull me from my anxiety, depressed state to where I am today. And I I don't want people to think that I don't ever have anxiety and I'm never depressed. Like that still happens. (laughs) But I have the tools to be able to work through it instead of letting it control my life. Yeah. And I love just um, the idea of like standing in the mirror and to understand that it is powerful to say out loud, which can be really hard, but to even think of like finding Bible verses or whatever, but to picture like standing before God and what would he say over you? Like, what are you telling yourself? Would he say that to you? Like you're his daughter, you're his creation. Just reminding yourself like these affirmations are like truths and ask him to reveal like, what do you say about me today? Like, yeah, am I wonderfully made or not? Like, am I bold and courageous or not? Like, just to think through all those things that God would speak over you and just to kind of challenge yourself in that light to not say something that God wouldn't say about you. Yeah. And, and think about it this way too. Like how many times has somebody given you a compliment and you immediately said like, Oh no, that's no, you're just being nice. And it's like, well, if God came up to you and gave you a compliment, are you going to be like, no, no, just kidding. Like, (laughs) no, you're going to believe him because the Lord spoke it over you. And so, yeah, you're going to, it feels really silly at first to stand in front of a mirror and, and tell yourself, I am confident. But like I said, the more you say it to yourself, the more you start to believe it. And I love that you put it the way in the way of uh, don't speak anything over yourself that God wouldn't say. Right. And so that that moves into like the negative self-talk. We really got to train ourselves to get out of the negative self-talk. And one thing that my little sister did one time is she decided that she was going to track how many times she said something negative about herself um, throughout a day. Right. And it started it started out as like if she went an entire day without saying anything negative to herself, she was going to like buy herself a Starbucks or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, But when she started tracking this, she was like, oh, my gosh, like we we don't realize how many times a day we say something negative about ourselves. 
And that is going to kill our confidence. And that's when it's just like with the positive affirmations, when you're doing them consistently, you're convincing yourself of those affirmations. Negative self-talk is the same way. The more you say it, the more you believe it. And so we got to nip that in the butt and start a new pro a new process. Yeah. There's nothing like your own, uh, your own testimony to kick you in the butt of being like, wow, yeah, I'm really being really mean to myself. <laughs> yeah, and have your own data. There's no excuses there. Yeah. Um, yeah, I love this whole journey of just the simple steps of how to realize how we're, we're treating ourselves and talking to ourselves. And just, um, I'm really grateful for this conversation to bring out and for everyone listening to just really take the time, like go back and listen to this and make those notes of like, okay, what's my plan? Like if you're not happy with how you're at right now, if you wouldn't define yourself as confident, like let's figure out how to change it. Let's take the action. Let's go through the steps and just pray and ask God to help you. Like, okay, what's one thing I can do today to help go in the right direction and bring that confidence? And this is so helpful. So thank you so much. Is there anything else we didn't talk about or um, anything you want to share about what you're offering? Tell us where we can find you, things like that to get more help if we need a little boost in our confidence journey. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, if you need help, if you are a female entrepreneur and you are lacking that confidence to put your uh, services out there to the world to offer then definitely reach out to me um, so that you and I can come up with a strategic social media marketing plan that makes sense for you and your business, but really shines through the confidence that that you have in your business because you wouldn't have started a business if you didn't believe in it, right? And you wouldn't you wouldn't be doing the things that you're doing every single day if you didn't believe in it. So boosting your confidence and helping you live unapologetically without having to feel like you have to say sorry for existing yes. or, or taking up space, Ooh. like take up the space, live unapologetically, be a hundred percent authentically you, because that's the way that God made you. And I just want everyone to know that, that he doesn't make mistakes. He made mm -hmm. you exactly the way that he wanted to make you. So um, if you do want to reach out or if you want to follow along, you can find me on Instagram at Hey It's Lindsay, or you can visit my website, HeyIt'sLindsay.com. Awesome. I love that. I'm always ragging on people. If I catch them saying sorry too often. I'm like, you need to stop saying sorry. Exactly. <laughs> Just don't. It's okay. So I love that. But awesome. All right, well, you guys, I'll have all of that in the show notes to go check her out and follow along and just help you in your confidence boost just to keep yourself accountable. Go follow her. Um, she's got some great um, things on Instagram I've been following. So yeah, go give her a follow and just get that encouragement into your life. And I just pray you guys will find your confidence and yeah, just have your chin up a little bit higher today and know that God made you awesome and you can crush this. So let's yes. do it. <laughs> Thank you for hanging out with me today. If anything was helpful or gave you new ideas or encouraging, would you bless one of your friends and share it with them? We're all in this together to make mom life easier. So please share. And my favorite thing is to hear from you. 
So please send me a message on Instagram or send me an email with any questions or comments or what you would love to hear more of on the podcast. And it would make my day. So reach out. And in the meantime, let's go check some boxes.